Welcome to Soul Conversations with Sandra, the podcast. Hello, hello. Okay, in this moment, I begin. I begin this sacred place with a prayer. Each and every day, I awaken to a new beginning. Today is a new day. So I thank you for joining me. I thank you for joining my guest. And I'm about to bring her in now. I am bringing in Michelle LeMay from Elevate 8. Hold on. Welcome, welcome. Uh, hold on, let me see if I've got. Thank Ooh, you. Pretty skyline. <laughs> Beautiful. Let's see. Okay, I can see you. Can you see me? I can see the skyline. Um, is your oh, camera facing not. you? Hold on. Or is it facing? Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, that's weird. Okay, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Did you oh, hello, it's hello. really bright over here, isn't it? Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, we've got some sun coming in on my corner apartment, but it's not as, because I'm set up in a corner. So the sun just kind of goes over this way, but it's just enough. I'm, I'm okay. No, I'm no, no, no. I can you, see right? perfectly. Hi, Sandra. <laughs> Hi. How are Hi, you? How are you? Welcome. Welcome, welcome to Sandra's uh, Soul Conversation. Thank you for having me. And um, I, oh, thank you for accepting the invitation. All right. So I want to let everyone know who this gorgeous woman is. This woman is one of my saviors. And I'm going to say it that way because there was a point in my life where I did not take care of my body as best I should. I know you look at me now and you go, nah, but yeah. I, I was depressed. I, was, uh, I didn't move my body. I didn't work out. I didn't do anything. I just came home. I went to work, came home, complained about work, got up and did it again. And I stopped using every part of my body. Till one day I noticed that when I was walking, I did not pick up my feet. My feet dragged the ground. And for, for a whole year in the apartment complex that we had, they had been giving uh, yoga uh, uh, lessons. Uh, yoga by the pool, yes, I believe it was called. And for a whole year, my daughter had said, Mom, you should go. My, my daughter said, go pull out that old, old yoga mat, go. And I would always make an excuse. And so people, I'm telling you, that's your ego. Make an excuse for you, right? So one day, I got quiet enough. And I'm going to tell you, it was quiet. I, 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 there there was no thoughts going on in my head. I don't know why. I can't tell you what was going on in that moment. But my soul said, go get your mat and go. Today's the day. And literally, I already had like some yoga pants on, totally by accident, guys. And I got up, I took my yoga mat, and I went to the pool. And there this beautiful, beautiful woman was. And she met me where I was at. 
I couldn't cross my legs. I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't do anything anybody else could do. My, my legs were crossed up and up here where others were just sitting down there. And it was the easiest thing to get into every pose possible. And I couldn't. But this woman, this beautiful, beautiful woman, met me where I was at. And now I can move my hip, my hip flexor. Sometimes it still acts up, but she's got my... You can do a lot. You can do a lot now that you couldn't do before. <laughs> so what I want, uh, I'm going to ask you three questions. The first question, how do you believe your percept, your precept or perception of you believe you've got to where you are right now? Okay. I know that's... <laughs> It's a big question, but it's going to, out of what I already know about you, what when you answer it, it's kind of, you're going to give everybody a bio, and I'm going to tell you people, it's going to be beautiful. Next question is, where did your spirituality or your faith come into everything that you practice or do? And then the third is, do you think your your path is ongoing with what you're doing now or is it about to expand okay tell me the first question again <laughs> first question is how did i get where i'm going okay or... yeah okay yes how did you get where you're going i mean i i know all of our lives it's a path and i know the path is long but to you in your perception not what other people have told you about yourself and what they think that you've been doing great, but for okay. me. Okay. okay. I mean, the first thing that comes to my heart <laughs> is that I follow my heart with everything that I do. Um, I really believe that being connected to my heart space has, has carried me through my life. And even with the example that you used earlier about or the, when you told everyone how you met in my yoga class and I met you where you were with your knees up and your hips tight and this and that, it's, that's the way I, I teach my classes when I come to a client, when I have uh, students in my classes. I follow my heart. I listen to what my heart says. So it's a it's a combination of, you know, listening to the heart. And I know that the heart and the brain work really well together. Um, and it's a much more coherent way of thinking. Um, and it's a much more intuitive way of thinking. So there's a lot of times when my brain has said, well, you should do this or you should do that. But my heart's saying something else. And so, you know, when they when they have that conflict, I go into meditation and I, when I'm going into meditation, I'm listening to my heart and my heart has always led me in the right direction. And, you know, the right direction might not necessarily mean it's going to be an easy path. <laughs> it might be exactly what my soul needs to learn something that, you know, is a, uh, a challenge, but it helps me grow to where I want to go you know, later on. So I think that I've always been on that spiritual path and my heart has led the way. All right. Well, see, you led right into the second question, which is you've always been on your spiritual path. And so in, in that, uh, that journey, I mean, I just look at the fact that, um, 
not only are you a, a, a movement innovator, you know, you and you you um, you in. I've got to slow down a second because I'm fighting my soul's words that, that my soul wants to use. You have embarked on helping people heal through the movement of music, uh, of the movement of music and the movement of their body. You have always been doing that, but you have been, uh, you know, doing a path. You're, you uh, were uh, a, a dancer before you were, you know, you did hip hop and, and, and uh, right? You did hip hop. And One of the pioneers to well. get that, to help bring hip hop from the streets into the studios. Not that I was like the, like a street dancer to start because I was a technical dancer, but um, I got together with some street dancers because I was doing a lot of choreography at the time. It was in my 20s and I was doing lots of choreography for things like Paul Mitchell systems and very avant-garde, you know, and they they were always wanting what's the newest, what's the hottest. So I would go on the streets and, and find these street dancers and say, teach me this street dancing and I'll teach you technique. So we would go into the studio and trade, you know, trade types, you know, styles, dance styles. And so I was so in love with that, with the street styles, and I really wanted it to become something. And so I I started bringing it into the studios in my classes and blending it with the things that the jazz and the other things that I was doing. And um, so that was, I mean, that, yeah, that I'm just like saying, yes, yes, I was into hip hop. And that's like, as in way, way back before hip hop was, you know, really big, I was one of the people that helped to, to ignite that, you know, to, I got a contract with Nike and they flew me all over the world. And uh, I got to teach instructors all over the world how to teach and um, how to, you know, you, how to incorporate the street styles into the, into our studio classes. So yeah, that was another thing where I just uh, followed my so heart because I loved the styles. I, I was majoring in ballet in college, but my heart was telling me, no, I like the street styles. I like this. I like that. So I just continued with what I love. Right. And that's how uh, hip, the hip hop dance. Well, I, I um, started Culture Shock LA. The Culture Shock um, uh, San Diego was uh, started, uh, was, was initiated. They, they, um, uh, Angie Bunch founded Culture Shock San Diego, and then she was asking me to go down. A couple of times I went down and taught master classes for her company, and at the same time, there were several people in L.A. that were asking me to start a, a company with them, but I really loved the, the mission, and we are a troop of individuals who, through the power of dance, cultivate self-worth dignity and respect for all people. And so it was really a, a, just a great mission. And I really loved the vibe of that company. So then I, I started, I said, let's do an LA one. And, and then I, I said, let's do them all over the world. Let's spread them all over. And she's like, ah, oh, you're so crazy, you know, but it wasn't a crazy idea because culture shock is all over the world. Now there's, there's, there's culture awesome. shock companies all over the world and, and they're doing a lot of good, a lot of good for, for children and, um, and just a lot of great programs. Yeah. Good. So people uh, in, in my audience, when you're uh, looking up on your, your computer and everything, look up, see if there's one near, all right? 
you know, that body, body moving, um, allow your soul to dance. Your soul came here to have fun. So move that body. Okay, so um, you do essential stretch uh, technique and you do spirit flow yoga and fusion stretch. Can you? Well, okay, so those are, I, and those are things that evolved. One evolved into the next. So, um, I basically, one of the things that I do is I create techniques. So I, I know that my soul came to this earth with uh, innate knowledge of kinesthetic awareness and, and movement and what is healing for the mind and the body and the soul. And so I really enjoy going out and learning everything that I can and then coming back and and going within and working on things until they until I develop a technique where it's really healing for the mind, body, and soul and very balanced. So um, essential stretch was something that I started in the 90s and it came from a fact that there were a lot of people injuring themselves in the 90s because aerobics was huge and people were throwing their bodies around and not really, you know, as conscious as as they are right now, you know, as we, we were all throwing, I was throwing my body around too and injuring ourselves and everything. And I realized, wow, we need to get back to our center and get more balanced. So I developed, I first developed essential stretch because I felt like it was an essential part of the fitness and fitness. They were always saying, you know, yo, um, I'm sorry, strength, endurance, and flexibility. No, strength, endurance, yeah, strength, endurance, and flexibility. But a lot of people weren't doing much flexibility. And if they were, it was a teeny warm-up in the beginning and a teeny warm-up at the end. So, you know, that's why people weren't really balancing it out. And they, they weren't doing a full-body stretch. So I wrote a book on, on called Essential Stretch and started talking about why we need to stretch and why we need to slow down and why we need to, you know, get get balanced in our nervous system. So that was kind of the beginning of my path there. I wrote the book and then I got more and more involved in yoga and, and I was always into spirituality. So then it turned I, and I was as I was continuing to evolve the technique it turned into the spirit flow series of yoga. And then that evolved even more into when I, when I got my 500 hours of yoga uh, certification and just continued to study more and more, I, that evolved into my um, underground yoga. And then that eventually evolved into my underground yoga dance, which is what I do now because I, I just kept blending all the things that I love so much together. And dance is such a huge part of, who I am and I feel like dance is such a big part of the soul expression and I felt like that that when we when we combined the stretch and the yoga and the spirituality and the dance it, it comes together as such a beautiful it's more than a workout but you know I call it a workout because it's the yoga dance workout right but you're really healing your mind body and soul when you do that type of technique you know, and you're moving your body in so many different ways because there's a lot of different ways to move your body. Even when you're dancing, you know, you can move your body where you're placing, you know, you're doing specific choreography and you're, you're placing your arms and legs and everything. You're working your muscles. And then you can also do completely the opposite where you're flowing and letting go and just being really free. And, you know, so all of that is important. And so that's, you know, that's something that I, I've, 
come to be, you know, really aware of. And I like to teach teachers and students, you know, the, the benefits of all of that. So if you have, let's just say you're in the middle of your day and you're feeling a little bit like stuck and you need to be creative, you need to write a blog or you need to write, do something that's creative and you're feeling stuck, well, what would you do? Usually what, what I do is I tell people, okay, you can do a lot of things that will open your body up, movement that will open you up and open up for the creative energy, the, the Shakti energy and the, the energy to flow through your body and get those creative juices flowing. Exactly, exactly what you're doing. So, um, so that's why, so then, you know, that, that's, that's one way of opening and, and getting your creative juices flowing. If you need to energize, there's other ways to, to work out to specifically move energy through specific channels of your body so that you can energize your being. You're literally doing specific movements to energize. You can do things to focus. You can do, so there's, you know, I, I, I like work. I'm, I'm, I, I'm just continuing on and on. I'm sorry. I'm not even like, is this, it's okay? No. On what, what okay. you need to hear. Yeah, so, so <clears throat> I like to look at my workout or the workout when I'm training someone or giving a class as what do you need today? What do you do? You need more energy? Do you need to be more relaxed? Do you want to relieve tension? Do you want to be more focused? What do you what what does your day require? And then you can do whatever you want or not whatever you want, but you can do specific things that will bring you into that state. So that's that's kind of been, you know, it's been my journey, I guess, is, you know, it's cult culminating up to here where I'm realizing, wow, there's so many things that we can do. There's so many tools that we can do that put us in the perfect state for whatever we need in a particular moment. Right, because when I do, like I tell you, because uh, there are some that have come in the room since then, I met her as a, a yoga instructor, right? She was in our complex and she was offering her services. She was offering the kindness of her heart and her talent to uh, the people in our complex. And it was called Yoga by the Pool. Now, guys, for a whole year, she was, well, I don't know if it was quite a whole year, but it was almost maybe somewhere in six or seven months she was doing this, and I was ignoring my body and all the discomforts of my body, ignoring it, until one day, literally, who just came in the room, my ego took a back seat, shut up for a minute, gave me a little bit of quiet, don't know why, and my soul got got a chance to say, come on, get your yoga mat and go. This is how I met her. Now, I bring this forward because for her, she was a yoga instructor. She was on, this was the tip of the iceberg that I knew about her. Okay, just the tip of the tip. Okay, and as you just heard everything so far, there is underneath the iceberg that she is still doing that is she is still growing also besides elevate uh, wait, eight, it's not elevate it. eight okay. <laughs> it's elevate elevate oh, workout so you know what all this so the I've reason why you elevate. say elevate your the, the reason why you're saying that i think is because it's spelled with an eight so it's e-l-e-v eight elevate Elevate. Okay, so eight. Elevate. C-E-L-E-V, -E -E the number eight. Are you getting 
getting that guys because I'm, I'm learning again literally pronouncing it correctly all the time that she has uh, been um, uh, that she has started this and I became like started uh, becoming familiar with with it and all her her exercise programs that she's doing or not exercise I don't like to call them exercise it's guys like they're not they're, they're, they're higher quality <laughs> there we go so as it to you please go to her 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 page go to our website and 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 just you know start moving your body if you're not already moving your body move your body please i'm going to tell you going from where i was to where i am now i will never go back to not move my body not listening into my body but what i what, what i was saying is that she also somewhere in there you did uh you're a dj yes as I've well. been dj uh for many years but i stopped and i so i started djing in my 20s and um i was just doing it for my my classes i was literally just making tapes and it was back then it was cassette tapes so i was mixing my records putting them on a cassette tape for my jazz and, and dance classes and stuff so that I would have my, the music that I love. And then I lost all my albums in a flood. That was long story way back then. And about 14 years ago, I got the bug again and I really wanted to DJ an experience that would be more for people to just let go and be free and just be on the dance floor, on a dance floor where there was no judgment and that was about, like I said, 14 years ago here in L.A. My first event was called the Freestyle Experience. And um, it was all about just creating this safe atmosphere, non-judgmental atmosphere where people could come and express themselves and just heal and grow spiritually through dance. Uh, and then that evolved into Groove Temple when I met my, my old business partner and we did a lot of really great events where uh, we had lots of different DJs and uh, it was a really great way to, it is still a really great way to heal your mind and body and soul. And I mean, that's what they do on the beach now. The ecstatic Dance LA is the same thing. You put the headphones on and you're dancing to your, you know, whatever it is. And, um, and you're just moving your body in a way that's just, completely free form, freestyle, there's no judgment, and you're moving that emotional energy. So if you have anything stuck in your body, you're just moving that energy out. And it's just a more, it's, I, I feel like it's an easier way to, it's like dance therapy. It's an easier way to process emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me? My phone uh, just rang and I turned it off real quickly. So I want to make sure I can that still you guys can still hear me. Okay, good. Um, I think uh, for for people who have a hard time meditating, uh, I think most of most people think that meditation has to be sitting down and and um, and just you know kind of like making your mind be quiet. And sometimes you just for me sometimes when I'm I I can't get there. Uh, in my meditation where my brain, my ego keeps jumping in and being a chatterbox, you know, because even for the people who consider themselves the most spiritual, sometimes that the mind just gets noisy, right? I noticed for me, and I just, one day I just remembered what Michelle said, 
Michelle says, if you can't do anything else, just get up and move your body. Just get up and sway and move your body, even if you don't have any music, you know, kind of like doing that. So one day I just said, you know, this is too loud in here. So all I did was I got up and I started just swaying my arms and moving my head and taking a couple of breaths in. And then all of a sudden in the movement, I was able to get into the intention that I wanted to get into in, in the meditation. It wasn't that I had to think about the movement. I just started moving. So for people that, um, I mean, I don't even know if I was doing it correctly. Do you want to explain to other people how they can get into that movement? For well, meditation? That's a movement meditation. And just I just want to back up for a minute because I don't want people to feel like they have to have a still mind that meditation is all about getting into, uh, into a blank or still mind because meditation is really accepting wherever you're at in the present. And, you know, even if you're sitting there and there's, my, there's thoughts coming through, it's, it's part of it to observe those thoughts. And, you know, part of that, if you're, if you're, you know, there's a lot of different techniques you can do, but if your mind is really busy, one of the things that I, I like to say is just maybe put those thoughts, imagine there's a stream in front of you and put those thoughts on, on a leaf and let it just float by. Or you could, you know, notice if you're, if you have a thought, are you entertaining those thoughts or is it just different thoughts coming through? Because if you're ta if you're entertaining those thoughts, then you're actually thinking. So let's just say I have a thought. I want I need to go to Trader Joe's today, and then that's just a thought, right? But if you think, oh, I got to get milk and eggs and toilet paper and da da da, then you're starting to think. So you're using your thinking mind. But when you're in meditation, you know. Oftentimes, there's going to be thoughts coming through. And, you know, that's part of the meditation is you observe what's coming. Sometimes what's coming from the back from, or from your subconscious mind comes forward. And that's part of what meditation from what a lot of what I do meditation for, too, is to discover what is in my subconscious mind. Conscious mind is only 20% of the mind. Subconscious mind is 80%. So Susan's running the show, right? So meditation is something mm -hmm. that helps us understand what's going on in the subconscious mind so that we can either shift those thoughts or we can work towards, you know, processing and maybe get rid of the things that we're not, that are not serving our highest good. And we can shift into starting to think more about what we want and not what we don't want. You know what I mean? So if, you know, if, if there's a lot going on in the subconscious mind that what we don't want and we never meditate or we never slow down, we don't even know that that stuff is going on in our mind. So it's, so that's one of the right. things that's really great about meditation is discovering those things that are ruminating in the subconscious mind so that we can process and heal that and, and move into a direction that of what we want. So we can create, you know, what we want. Right. Oh, so, so then it, I, so that I, I, went, um, I, I wanted to cover that because that was one thing. And now as far as movement meditation goes, um, I mean, I guide people a lot into that. And it depends on what the energy of the room is and, you know, what people have told me before, what they're dealing with, what they're working on. So it really is dependent on where you're at in the moment. 
Um, but one of the things that I think really helps is if you do some stretching first, so you start to move the energy in your body. So, you know, sometimes we hold different things in different parts of our body. So if, wherever you're stiff, if you're, you know, if you start to move your body and breathe through it and stretch your body in a, in a, maybe a slow and smooth way and let your body be relaxed while you're stretching, then you can start to move some of that, the, that stuck energy and then, you know, just work your way up slowly it's really good if you can use music that starts out really slow and then gradually picks you up. Um, I have uh, one of my ecstatic, when I DJed ecstatic dance, uh, LA, I put that on my SoundCloud and that literally started with ambient music and then it goes up and up and up and then it goes on an up and down journey. And actually I have a lot of that, not just, just that one, but a lot of my mixes, I do all my own mixes for my classes. And so um, a lot of those mixes have that, um, where it's specific for the movement. I also do guided um, uh, dance therapy on my Elevate Workouts platform. So we do, you know, where I, I'm literally guiding them verbally, and I'm moving with them, but I'm not letting, I'm not saying do this particular choreography. It's move in a way that your body feels good, and I'm guiding them on, you know, with a thread of what to do. I might say, plant your feet and move your upper body smooth. Or I might, you know, start with your rib cage right. arching and rounding and, you know, going from there. So it's really, it's really dance guidance. It's, uh, it's not choreography. And you, you're, and you okay. want to get out of your head and into your body. And so then, you know, once you get out of your head and into your body, then you can let yourself flow a little bit more freely and, um, and it takes time. It takes practice. It's not easy. I mean, some people think, oh, well, that's just, you know, freestyle dancing. But if you really want to, if you want to heal and process emotions, it's one of the best ways to do it. But it does take a little bit of practice, you know, and it's good to have a good guide, you know, to guide you into it so that you know what to do and, you know, um, stretching different parts of the body. I'm, I'm definitely a firm believer in stretching i'm an expert in stretching i've done it for a long time i've written books and done the videos and everything so i know how to get the body open and you want to have your body open so there's space for the energy to flow through you does that make sense you know you 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 know because if you're if you're stiff and you're more stuck you're not going to be able to move as freely and you're not going to move those emotions and then the really important part of it is, right. and the guide will do this, or at least I do this, is I have you set an intention in the beginning. So you always want to set your intentions. And you don't just set your intention from a space where you've just walked in and thrown your bag down. You, you get into a space where you're calm, you're focusing into your heart, you're in a good space, and that, you know, I will guide you into that, or whoever's guiding you guides you into a nice, calm space, and then guides you to set your intention. And then from there, you know, then right. you're guided into a, just a really, you know, smooth movement, stretching, whatever it is. I mean, there's so many different things that you can do in what, what I call dance therapy or movement meditations. I have one on my site where we practice going back and forth between the masculine and the feminine energy. So we all have masculine energy and feminine energy within us. And, you know, we need that masculine energy for things like, doing working you know being productive um you know being focused 
we want our feminine energy for creativity and for, you know, when, we, when we're, we're with our partner, you know, if a, if a woman is with a man and she wants to be feminine, you know, how do you go from work where you're working and you're being in your masculine energy and you're focused and you're, mm, you're you know, um, active and proactive right to going on a date, you know? So there's women have trouble with that sometimes, right? And so you get to, you get on the date and you're like all like amped up where, you know, a guy might want you to be more relaxed and receiving. So, um, and, and I know myself as a woman, I, I work a lot, but I like to be in my feminine energy and be in that relaxed, receptive energy. So I have one workout where we literally go back and forth between the masculine and the feminine. The feminine part in the music, I have this really soft feminine voice and we're dancing really free flowing and, and light and airy and graceful and beautiful and feeling that feminine energy. And then it goes into this more hardcore beat where there's you know a, a deeper male voice and we're, our movement becomes very deliberate and more strong and more active okay. and so then we and we were going back and forth and back and forth and then then we talk about how we then we bring right. that this is just like when your yoga teacher says to you bring your yoga off the mat into your life right well what does that mean that means well we just practiced going from masculine to feminine masculine to feminine masculine to feminine now when you're in your life how are you going to go from work to a date you know, so think about, okay, you're in your masculine energy, you're at work, think about how you did that on the mat, you know, and then soften your being, literally, physically, start with the physical, ah, breathe deeper, you know, soften your shoulders a little bit, you know, allow yourself to, you know, feel that, that, that openness in your breath, in your chest, Maybe move a little bit where you're moving your hips or moving your shoulders so you can feel that sense of openness and femininity and flow and creativity because that's all the feminine energy. So you can do that. And when, when you're in the, in, the, in the workout, you know, I'm talking about all those things, the, the, the feminine energy. I'm guiding you through being soft and creative and more flowy and smiling and graceful and you know all those feminine feminine qualities so it's same thing with you know with yoga right. where there's a lot of things we do in yoga where we say remember to bring this off the mat into your life you know yoga is about life and yoga dance is is my favorite and, and it's life it literally is life you take you yoga dance in in your class and then you can take all those principles into your life and and then you just have a, an easier, yeah. more harmonious, flowing life. I got a question for you uh, because while you were talking about you know masculine and feminine and how so how is, uh, females can go from our themselves at work and you know move into our feminine so that we can go on dates or or we can have oh who date night with our our husband or we can. A, a more a feminine, soft mother, blah, 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 you know, as, uh, embark on home. How does that work on the flip side for uh, for men in your yoga class when they're going, because men have feminine and, and masculine quality. Now, and most of, uh, well, I'm going to say 
that it is believed that most men are in their masculine uh, a good 80% of, of, of their, their day so at work, all at work, and then at home being a dad. You know, being the uh, you know the enforcer and whatnot. Yes, so and I think that that's the that? old paradigm, Sandy, because men have can can be in their feminine just as much as that. It's just the energy. We all have masculine and feminine energy. So, a man might be more in his feminine energy in his job because he may be an art director or he may be a choreographer. And so his job is creative. So he wants to be more in that feminine energy. And feminine energy and masculine energy has nothing to do with whether you're a male or a female. It's just the energy, okay? And so we all have, you know, just, and it's great if you can have a balance of both because then you can have your focus, which is the masculine energy. You can do, be productive, you know, you can do all those things that you need with the masculine energy and then you can flip to the feminine energy and be creative and receptive and soft and graceful and, you know, all of those things. So it works the same exact for, for a man or a woman, if a man's in a yoga class or a woman's in a yoga class, I see no difference at all. I think that, that everyone has the, the same, you know, abilities to tap into their masculine and their feminine. Some people might have more masculine energy. Women might have more masculine energy. A man might have more feminine energy. Everybody has different amounts, you know, and that's just part of our personality. And, and embrace what you have. Yeah. Right. Right. If we take the body, the physicality out of it, and we're working with the spirit, then it's about it's about Absolutely. the energy. Okay. Right. So I also um, you've got uh, five hundred hours of sort of at uh, from this is from reading her bio, guys. Okay. And just wrote down some things that just you know. Oprah Winfrey is not the only one that can have an aha moment. And when I was reading this beautiful, beautiful spirits bio, I was like, oh, wow, I, I didn't know. Not that I, I should have known, but I feel I should have because I feel that we're not just, I'm not just uh, your student. I'm a close friend. And I just had really... And I, I, I talk about uh, to people about this. It's the same as reading a book. I'll buy a book. I'll go straight to chapter one. I, I won't read the acknowledgments and I won't read the back of the book at the end. And this is the same way with this young lady. I didn't bother reading her bio. I had a perception of mine that she was the most awesome yoga instructor. And I've seen her DJ uh, on a lot of her her dance functions so this is who I thought she was but she's got at least for right now 500 hours certification of soul of yoga from in, in Stata, correct and you've been inspiring on CBS uh, ESPN ESPN 2 FI Fit TV Fox and Fox 2 I'm I all I have to say to you is forgive Sandy, me. Sandy, let me just say know. something. All of that 
throw it away. The biggest, most important thing about everything that I do is that it's about spreading the messages, like whatever, you know, whatever I'm doing at the time. So if back in, you know, the days when I was spreading hip hop, it was about spreading the joy of dance. You know, I mean, I still do that to, to, to this day. So, yes, I'm doing all this television work or I'm right. doing the videos or doing all these things, but it's not about me doing the video or me doing – it's about being able to have a platform to spread all the joy of, of the mute movement. You know, it's like that's probably my main thing is music and movement is – so good for your soul and it is so good to pump up your happiness everyone wants to be happy you know everyone wants to be happy so it's like that's the, the most important thing is that these platforms have allowed me to teach people how to do whatever it was if it's yoga if it's dancing if it's yoga dance if it's stretching to how to teach these things so that you can actually get a lot of benefit out of it as a person, as a human being. So it's just like the more people that I can touch with what I believe in, the better. So I never went out to try to do these television shows or, you know, all these videos or what all the stuff that I've done. I have an amazing resume. I know I have a great, but it's not about me trying to do all those things. It's about how can I motivate and inspire the most, as many people as possible, you know, and I did that with teachers for many, many years. And that was a great way because then I was able to teach teachers to tap into your heart and follow your intuition and lead from that space. So, you know, so that's what's, and when, when you teach teachers, then they teach their, then, then they have their followings. And so then, you know, hopefully everyone's coming from their heart, you know. Right. So as a teacher, has, has it ever uh, uh, become the teacher uh, being the student? Say that again, I'm not sure. Okay. As as the teacher, as your teaching class, your class is evolving and expanding and whatnot. Has it has there ever been a time where you felt that you became the student oh, instead yes. of the teacher? Oh, many times. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I learn from my students all the time. That's I feel like the best way to grow is to learn from others. And just because I'm a teacher doesn't mean I'm I'm going to be a lifelong student. And and that's honestly the experience of working with people one on one and working in groups of people and seeing how people have healed through different things and just experiencing like I had a a, a girl that had broke her leg and in, in like I, several different places and the doctor said she would never walk again and work I'd never worked with someone like that but working with her and you know doing like figuring out things to do because we were like well you know I knew she liked to dance and so and and I knew that um that was that was something that made her happy so we sat down because she couldn't stand so we would sit and we would dance with the upper body and I would say now imagine while you're dancing with your upper body imagine the energy flowing down into your legs 
Now, yes, we did all the physical therapy and we did all the, you know, the, the strength and the stretch and all that other stuff that we do. But that was something that just came to me intuitively and it worked and it literally worked, you know. And so yeah. that's the kind of thing. That's what I really like. I really enjoy working with people and learning these things that work, you know, that it's like, oh, my God. That, you know, she was, the doctor said she would never walk again, and here she is walking, you know, and those were, that was one of the main things that we did every time I worked with her. Like I said, we did the strength and the flexibility and all that, but we danced and imagined energy flowing into her legs. So, so basically the doctor told her she would never walk again, and yet and she's walked, dancing. Yeah, and she's she dancing. She is, yeah, she dances again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I, guys, as you're rolling in, I had, uh, this is, uh, this is me telling you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm just going to, I know that um, Abraham Hicks says, when you show gratitude, say thank you, thank you. And then by the time you get to that third thank you, it's an embodiment of the thank you. Because but I, I, I dance again. My hips were locked up. My knees, the whole idea that a person can have, and I'm only going to say this as an example, because this is not my, uh, my affirmations that I say. Bad knees, uh, 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 a bulging disc on my L5, on my, uh, on my, um, my, my spine, and a locked hip, okay? I thought I'd never move again comfortably. Now, I'm not going to say every day is comfortable, but it had to start somewhere. And just it started by going to a yoga class, right? For me, it had, I, I knew something, a small voice in me was talking. So I knew that was a spiritual thing, but I didn't, I didn't dump it all on it being me spiritual and I knew where to go and, and I knew she was going to be the one. It meant that. I went to a yoga class and I had someone, and this is Michelle, who will ask a question, what do you think you need? And allow you to answer it without being judged. And I didn't take care of my body. I knew, you know, I got to, when I was going to the yoga class, I knew I had, excuse the expression, but I will say it, I'm a sailor, I fucked my body up. And if there's anyone that ever said, how did I hear that was me? Because I couldn't bend from the waist down comfortably as far as my, my, my spine was. I couldn't, um, I couldn't kneel. So think about picking things up. I couldn't bend down to pick up things comfortably. I couldn't kneel down to pick up stuff comfortably. And then when I was walking, I was always, I had this locked hip that was mm. like not letting me do anything. Now, yes, she's the, the instructor, but she gave me the instruction that I had to stay diligent to, to keep, I had to be, she made, she helped me learn that I had to be responsible for myself. It wasn't about the teacher. It wasn't about what she was teaching. She was giving me the tools and it was my responsibility to use them. Thank you. And you do that well. <laughs> and I was going to say, you know, a lot of people that are out there that, that love to dance, because when you came to the yoga class, you talked to, you told me about your past, that you had danced in the past and you really wanted to get to dance again. But th those things were 
were um, blocking you from doing that. And there's a lot of dancers out there that really would love to start dancing again. And they're, they might have things going on in their body. And what I want to say is you can heal your body. There's so many things that you can do to heal your body so that you can start moving again, so that you can start doing whatever your passion is. If you love to dance, if you love martial arts, whatever it is, you know, take care of your body. And if you, if you don't know how to do that, feel free to private message me because I can point you in the right direction, I'm sure. I've been private training people since I was 18 and I'm 60. So, <laughs> you know, so I, I do, you know, I have a lot of, I've, I've been blessed with a lot of different conditions that people have had. And through my experience, in addition to my education, but I think the experience is really, really what's made me such a, an amazing trainer is because I've worked with so many different people with so many different ailments that I'm like, okay, well, I know how to work. I know how to help you with this or that, or let's try this or that. Like intuitively, I'll get an intuitive hit. I'll be like, Okay, that's happening. If you move your arm this way, that happens. If you move it this way, okay, I know it's in the rotator cuff. So, okay, then we got to do, we got to strengthen this. We got to stretch that. You know, we got to open this area up because I notice, oh, the, the, the joint, um, the joint that's near there is tight. So you got to open that area up. You know, so I just know the way kinesthetically, like I said, I came to this earth with a kinesthetic awareness that just was embodied in me. And that's why I kind of know, you know, it's like I, I can figure things out, you know. So I'm, that's yeah. A little, yeah a little. Almost like you can, you, can, you can feel it, right? You can, it's, 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 it's such an awareness in you. You can, you can even be intuitively in, in touch with somebody else's body when um, they're, they're um, even telling you what they think their problem might be because you've already intuitively dealt with somebody else with that and now you have another intuitive hit like let's try this and and if somebody tell i i know uh you would ask me well does how how on a scale of one to ten how comfortable does that feel and when i would give you the number you go okay well you need to where you don't need to exp uh you know expand that you know out that that far when i'm doing you know opening my 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 hip flexors you know okay don't open that far close them up she talked to other people and then she say Sam, don't go don't <laughs> yeah. go that far just you know at, go to yeah, work because go. everyone has different bodies and everyone's doing different you know everybody's body you need to move in a different way in order for that to open. So like I can see if I have like, let's just say if there's three different people in a yoga class doing the same thing, but their bodies are different. I'm going to be saying, you know, I'm going to be telling them different things because, you know, that's just the way it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, let's see. I think, I think in this, conversation we have covered all three questions oh, what, what was the last right? question the, the spirituality the, uh, yeah the spirituality which all through yeah. we have been talking yes. about spirituality Absolutely. right and um, you know um, for I think the latter part of the last question was um, 
as your path is, uh, as you're on your path. I do know that everybody thinks that, some people think that they're on one continuous path. Once it ends, it ends, mm -hmm. and then they go, what next? You know? for, for me, I'm on a, a, a continuous path, yes, but I, I have uh, uh, intuitive knowledge when it will say, okay, you're on, you're on this, you've been on this long street for a while, okay, now it's time to make a right turn on another street yes. go in a different direction. Yeah, um, is that now some people don't uh, consider that part of their spiritual thing. They just, it's just, oh, I, I'm done with one thing and, and let me move to the next. When you move in your spiritual path, is it into, is it um, a higher, a, a higher intuition coming from a higher, uh, your higher being that starts a new? Well, I separate higher being from my being yeah. i am my higher being and my I, I i feel like it's all one you know what i mean so what i i intuitively know when i have to change something like when i was turning 30 and um i was living in florida and i had already i had lost two jobs i had two full-time jobs because i was I really was, yeah, I, I was really active and whatnot. I was a fitness reporter for CBS, and then I was also the director of a bunch of health clubs. Um, I, I trained all the employees to do the, the personal training and the, um, and the aerob aerobics classes and all that stuff. So those are really great jobs. Those are really amazing jobs. And I lost both of them within a month because the health club got bought by another chain of health clubs, and the CBS uh, station got bought out by a, a, another company that was going to be more CNN-like. So they were going to get rid of the fluff. And I was like okay. the fitness reporter, you know, and I, I did all, you know, really fun stuff, you know. <laughs> and they, they were like, no, that's not part of our hardcore new, news uh, thing. But you can be a hardcore news reporter if you want. We'd love you to stay on. And I was like, no, I don't want to spread. That's not who I'm about. I'm about spreading the good news, you know, and, and teach people the positive, right? Yes. So, um, so basically I, was, I had a choice, you know, uh, okay, I can, I can do what doesn't work for me and, and keep getting paid or I can, you know, go and make a big, huge change and, and do something different and, but stay on my path of my heart. And I chose to move to LA at that time. That was, you know, that was, I put, but I, 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 I took time figuring it out. I would, I, I took the big newsprint, that big, the big paper, and I wrote down what I would do in my biggest dreams. What would I want to do? And I did like four different, you know, pieces of paper. I put them on the walls. And then I'd go in that room, that was my office, I'd go in that room and I'd meditate on each one. And then I'd say, okay, what are the pros and cons? And I'd meditate and I'd write down the pros and cons. And then I'd say, okay, what would the steps be for each one? And I'd meditate and then I'd write the steps down, you know, and things, I started narrowing things down just by doing that. So, you know, I think that there's still work to be done. It's not just meditate and you, and you, you know, you make your shift, you know. So when you know there's a shift, there's, there's work that you got to do. You got to spend time with yourself, you know, in meditation so that you can listen to the, the, the guidance of your own soul and, and of your higher power, your higher, whatever you want to call it. You know, you want to be in touch with your deepest, deepest self. 
so that you can move forward in the direction that's going to be in alignment with your highest expression of yourself and with your soul, you know? So, um, yes, I am in that right now. (laughs) I am right there right now. I'm not even, I don't even know if I want to stay in, in California. So I have, um, I'm actually traveling to Mexico in, uh, April and I'm going to be checking some areas out down there. Wow! Yes. Congratulations. I'm I'm there. Well, I'm I'm there too. It's, it's I've got certain the I got the I got the bare bones checked off. Everything podcast and everything podcast and and um, it's time to put up those vision boards again and put up those pros and cons and put up okay uh because as as a child i have always asked embodying questions i drove adults nuts okay my embodying questions are what more how um uh not how come but um uh where where is the new puzzle piece or 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 who am i next you know and and and, and and mainly the question is what next and so anytime i've been not driven or pushed or 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 pulled to that question through life through through my life choices of good i'm the only one that puts a good or bad on it that's just a judgment that's measurement you don't need to you don't need to do good that's just a judgment yeah it's just measurement anytime you're measuring it's like you know you don't need to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And then what I do is it'll start out as a ju- uh, as a judgment because that's what your conscious, your unconscious uh, uh, egoic mind will do. It'll put it in a judgment package and then get to, uh, I start to observe it and I start to ask, well, what more? Well, if you're showing me this as a negative, then there's got to be more behind it that you're not showing me to my ego self when I'm meditating. So that means that it's time to put out a vision board, but your idea of, of having a couple of different boards and, 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 and starting to um, intentionally weigh the pros and cons intentionally in, in meditate in my mouth at my meditational altar of my highest self, you know, okay, what more, what, what next? Here's okay. another thing. Um, can okay. I, inter- can I interrupt you first? Because, because that was that's, that's one thing. But one of the most yeah. important things you can start with is an empowering question. So for me right now, because my 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 lifelong uh, mission is to inspire people. That's my lifelong. I just want to be an instrument an instrument of inspiration. That's what I say I am. So my question is, how can I inspire even more people and enjoy? my and enjoy you know my life even more while i'm doing it so you know you ask a question that and then that then everything comes from there so that's where you start you know so that that question will will reveal what it is that you know what you know might reveal one thing it might reveal more that's how i came to to start elevate workouts because that's a way that I can empower or that I can inspire even more people because it's online. So people can, you know, join me all over the right. world. And it's, 
super inexpensive. So, you know, anybody can join. So that's, um, right. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So actually I need to expand my, what my, what more question, uh, to embody it a little bit further, which that what more on my, on all of my pages. Um, um, I, I, I say I'm here to inspire and motivate and trans and trans and, and, and help to transform, uh, you know, uh, just the, the wholeness, everybody. It's not male, female. It's not only, 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 uh, it's, 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 it's from, from adults to teenagers, you know, um, some of my, my, my verbiage in some of my videos may not be for uh, people, children, but it's definitely them, uh, listening to it. And if they want to allow their children to, to grow from it, I would want that. So for me, Kind of like yes, I want to. I want to inspire inspire more people. So how do I get it? So that's where I need to. That's where I'm at the point of pulling out my vision boards. And now, even listening to you, it's going okay. That's a new way to look at it because I did the pros and cons. I just I just did the what more, and and get that idea of what more. And then go, is this for my greater good? And listen for that from my, you know, my higher being, my higher self, my, my internal self or whatnot. And weigh it based on how I, how my emotion, how my soul is speaking through my emotions and, and feelings okay. about it. Let me yeah. add something for that you that of, might be valuable for, for your question. Whenever you say even more, if you add that word even, then your subconscious mind thinks, oh, I'm already doing that, and I'm just going to do it even more. So it puts you ahead. See, you want to, you want to, when you when you formulate your questions, you want to involve your subconscious mind, and what like you want to go speak to your subconscious mind in a way that it's going to be beneficial for you. So, and that you can do all the right. time. When I'm stretching, I'm like saying, to, or I'm teaching someone stretch. I'm saying, allow your body to relax even more because your subconscious mind then goes oh i'm relaxed and now i'm going to do it even more that's the way the mind the subconscious okay. mind works okay. you know it's called a presupposition actually if you want the technical term <laughs> right so then now i understand why because i used to well why can't why when i'm in her class can I go that, that extra stretch? But then when I get home and I do that same stretch at home, when I get when I get there and try to do it a little bit more, I, I get this okay. twinge and then all of a sudden There's I stop. a couple reasons for and that. Now and I'll, I'll just go over. Because um, when we're in class, I do things in sequence. So I'm opening up certain areas of your body first so that the other areas can open up after. So like you, I always open up the, the spine area first, almost always. Sometimes I'll do the neck, which is, you know, right in the same, but it's like a lot of times, most of the time I do that. And I do that in 
no matter what, if I'm doing fitness, dance, yoga, um, because I incorporate that. I, I kind of blend a lot of yoga into everything else that I do because it's just so, you know, it's, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. But that's one of the reasons why you're going to be able to get into like a deeper stretch or your body's going to feel better in the stretches. It's because of the sequence that I do things in, okay? And then another thing is the way I speak the way I talk because I'm speaking into the subconscious mind. So, you know, you're, I, it's like I'm tricking you into, into feeling better, but it's not, it's not tricking you because you actually are, you know? So this is something that I don't know if you ever listened to Joe Dispenza or any of those types of people that talk about epigenetics and, and a lot of the ways that the brain works. But um, when you, there are chemicals that are released in your brain all the time. You're all constantly, it's like there's a pharmacy in, in your head, in your body, in your whole body. These hormones are being released, different, different chemicals. And what happens is, is when you think of something, if you imagine something and you start to feel the feeling of that, even if you're not doing it, let's just say you love to water ski and you haven't, you know, you're, you're just sitting there and you close your eyes and you imagine that you're on those water skis and you feel that feeling that you get when you're on the water skis, you will release, you will emit the same exact chemicals in your brain and body as if you were actually doing it. Okay? So what is this? Why is this so good? Because if you can replicate the the hormones and the chemicals that are being released when you do something that you're having so much fun at, if you can replicate that just by imagining it, then you can start creating new neural pathways in your brain. And we know that the more you think about something and the more you feel it vibrate on that same level and become a vibrational match, the more you create those things that you want in your life. So it's about being able to be consciously doing this, consciously feeling that right. vibration and becoming that vibrational match. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. It takes practice. I, got it takes practice. Yeah. I mean, I, every time I do yoga, I'm doing it. When I'm dancing, a lot of times I'm doing. I'm imagining my future. Sometimes I'm in the kitchen and I'm just cooking and I'm waiting for something to get hot, and so I'm just listening to the music and I'm dancing and I'm just visualizing my future. And I'm in such a high vibe because I'm dancing that you know I I know that I mean I've done it. I've I've manifested so many things that way. Yeah. Oh, see, you've opened up so much because that's, that's how, that's how, that's how we bring it into every area of our life, right? Every, 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 you know, whether it's uh, professional or, or, or personal, whether it's, uh, whether it's some call it religious or spiritual, um, it's, it's, uh, you know, even even sometimes in your poli uh, in your politics, you know that that kind of thing. If you've got a rhythm or flow, and you've got an alignment with it, but um, I'm going to tell you, there are some moments where I'm listening to you and I'm stretching with you because I got the, I got uh, uh, some of your videos left and everything. I'm stretching with you, and I know when I do it with you, I go so much further. But the thing is, I have to learn more how get better at um, visualizing or showing my body that it doesn't have to believe what it sees. It can it can 
it can um, uh, just be in the vision of me being, you know, while I'm I'm doing it. So it's sort of kind of I kind of, but I get what you're saying. It's kind of like get a, a kid again and 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 play make believe. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really, I mean, there's nothing wrong with playing make believe um, as a practice. I have a practice that I do with. Um, I've done it with my friends and I've done it with my sister where we pretend that we're in this life that we're wanting to manifest. One of my friends has a beach house in Malibu and I have my beach house in the Caribbean and we're talking as if we're making dinner in the, in the house, in the house in the Caribbean. And I'm like, what, can you go get some of the um, some herbs in the garden? And I'm telling her what, you know, all the different herbs that I want to have in my garden and you know, all the things And we're literally speaking it. We want to speak existence. And that's just, a fun way to practice it if you can get together with a friend or someone and do that and, and it's actually really fun and it can be really funny too my 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 girlfriend we were doing it the other day and um you know how there's a store in california called ralph's you know r-a-l-f you know, it's the grocery store yeah. and they are talking about this special cheese and she got she says oh yes i got it in ralph's <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know and it just becomes that play. You're just playing, and you're just imagining, and you're having fun. So you're, you know, you're in a good vibration, and it's just another way. It's, it's, you know, maybe like a, a conversation meditation, if you want to call it, you know, or, or a creation conversation, right. you know. Uh, so it's just a fun way of, of uh, another fun way of manifesting. Oh, awesome. We've covered so much. We've covered so much. Mm, I'm going to have to invite you back because there's still more. Still more. Right. So, guys, um, I'm gonna, we're at the hour mark. And um, I'm going to uh, close out the space. I'm going to say thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to show my gratitude for everyone coming to listen to this conversation from beautiful woman i want you michelle to let everybody know where they can contact okay. you at and i hope everyone in this on, on on this page right now has a, a pencil and a pen get ready well um my email is michelle at elevateworkouts.com that's m-e-e-s-h-e-l at elevate e-l-e-v the number eight workouts Dot com and that is also my uh, my platform my my um, we're gonna call it spiritual workouts platform <laughs> so there's yoga dance fitness meditation chanting um, breath work I mean there's lots of really great stuff on there so come come on and join me I have a free trial for seven days so um, people can come join for seven days to try it out and um, we're doing a 28 day yoga challenge right now you can jump in on that at any time because it's work at your own pace within the 28 days so that's another fun thing that's on there um, or you can uh, find me on Instagram at, uh, at DJ Michelle <clears throat> uh, best ways to contact me okay. and I'd love to inspire you if you have any challenges you know, workout challenges or body challenges or, you know, anything having to do with yoga, dance, fitness, meditation, that kind of stuff, I'm happy to help. 
That's wonderful. It is so wonderful. I thank you very much for being part of uh, Soul Conversations with Sandra. Thank you for joining. Thank you for, thank you for sharing. Thank you. And I'm just, just going to say thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. All right. And everyone, please, um, please follow her. This young lady, I, I'm not going to say I know she's probably not going to want me to say this, but source through her is working miracle. Okay, it, your body was a miracle the day it came onto this plane. Your body has thing within it to heal itself, and sometimes it takes other people to show you where you can tap into you at. DJ Michelle, uh, Michelle, uh, you know can do it for you. Elevate, Elevate can do it for you. You know, there are many people that uh, if, if you need someone else, I'm quite sure that she'll be able to find someone in your area that could work miracles for you. If only you're open to it. All right. So thank you so much, Michelle. Thank, thank you, you, Sandy. Thank you. Thank you. Hope to see you. Take care. Take thank care. you. How do I turn this off? Click. Is there an X? Uh, oh, yeah, there's an X. The do I just click the X? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think you do. You just take. Bye. 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 All right, guys. I thank you very much for being part of Soul Conversations with Sandra. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I, um, I, I leave my spirit happy and healthy and, 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 and uh, pursuing life within me. The energy that I have uh, put out forth, I will not call it back because it's out there to heal and to be a part of or to not be a part of, to be in service to you and yours. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being part of this reading and um, or actually conversation room with understanding and wisdom flowing through it. Thank you, thank you, thank you.